Blog Talk Radio. mode this past month. Sometimes we need help, and many times we don't ask. The angels are all around us and want to help us. Angels are loving forces in our lives, and each of us has the ability to communicate with them if we open our minds to their teachings. How can you access angelic support in daily life? In a few minutes, we're going to find out. This is T. Love, your host here at Energy Awareness Radio. I am a reconnective healing practitioner, certified sound therapist, and positive and energy psychology practitioner at Quantum Wellness Center, my private practice located in Sussex County, New Jersey, where Energy Awareness Radio streams to you live each and every week. Energy Awareness Radio is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. Audible.com has more than 180,000 audio books and spoken word audio products to choose from, so you can listen whenever and wherever you want. Just download the title you prefer free of charge and start listening when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash energyawareness. My guest is Belinda Womack, 
a scientist by training with dual master's degrees in microbiology and environmental science. Belinda is an author, teacher, and spiritual counselor, channeling angelic wisdom to support individuals, couples, and families for 25 years. She is the creator of the 12 Archangels University, an online Change Your Everyday Reality to Heaven on Earth education platform and is a regular contributor to Om Times Magazine. We are so fortunate to have her joining us to discuss her book, Lessons from the Twelve Archangels, Divine Intervention in Daily Life. Hello, Belinda. Thank you so much for joining us here at Energy Awareness Radio. How are you being? I am grateful to be here, T-Love. Thank you for having me on your show. Oh, it's wonderful and perfect for this time of year. You know, angels, Christmas, it's all good. (laughs) Well, we definitely, I feel during this time of year, we need that extra support. It It can really be crazy. Be yeah, a crazy and time particularly again. this year. You're located in Maine, correct? Yes. Yes, and I'm in New Jersey, and I have to say here it is extremely warm, 71 degrees tomorrow. This is crazy. I don't know what the weather is like in Maine, but it doesn't feel Christmassy here. Well, it is 40 degrees and dense fog here in Freeport, Maine. And is that normal so, for this time of year, or is it usually much colder? Oh, no, yeah, we're we're definitely used to much colder and some snow by this time. Mm, yeah, see, so the angels, we got to call them the snow angels. <laughs> you know, your book is filled with messages from angels, and you offer insight along with many, many meditative visual imagery exercises that help the reader connect to the angels. Now, I've read your book, but some of our listeners probably have not. So I'd like to start, if we could, with you telling us how you came to communicate with the angels. Well, this is um, this is quite a story. I believe that I definitely communicated with angels when I was a young child, and um, as can happen for many of us, that shut down. And then, um, and then I was with I was working on an experiment in the lab. And um, sorry about that. I thought that I thought I had been dropped off the line, and okay. so I was. <clears throat> it all went so quiet there. I was like, "Okay, am I still on planet Earth?" <laughs> <laughs> so I was. Um, I was trained as a biologist. I was working in the lab. Um, I have two master's degrees in science. I thought this was my life's work when I had a visitation from the Archangel Gabriel while I was working on an experiment. And um, Gabriel gave me the message, Belinda, we have new work for you to do. And I said, I think you've called the wrong number. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I really, um, you know, I, I, I believe that I'm supposed to be a scientist. And Gabriel said, well, you know, we have a new assignment for you and you're going to help human beings to rewrite the stories of their childhood so that they can remember that they are God's divine children. And I remember, I said, you know, Gabriel, I don't have the um, education for this. I don't have the experience for this. Really sounds like I need a degree in psychology. So I was trying to talk myself out of whatever was happening in this um, situation. And Gabriel said, well, you know, what we need you to understand is in the book to your left. And so I turned and uh, and I forgot to mention, I found myself, it's my out of laboratory experience. I was, I left the lab, even though I was still in the lab and, and I'm in a stone room and I look to my left and here's this book that is three feet wide and a foot tall and Mm. it opens up into red fire letters that says the word love. And by this time I thought, okay, I have really lost my marbles. You know, I don't know where I am. I'm, I'm, you know, I really, and here's a book that's on fire that has the word love. However, T love, I said, you know, I can love. That is something that I definitely can do and learn how to do at an even greater level. And so that was my calling. I call it being drafted, honestly, from um, from the archangels. And uh, so after that moment, it, it seemed like I was gone for a day. I was right back in the lab, um, of course, still working at the hood, still working with my sample. I looked at my watch. No time had gone by. My, my whole body was shaking. And um, I said, okay, you know, what, what, what's, 
what's next. And so that's how it began that I was called by the angels to begin to help people. And of course, I floundered for a few months after that trying to figure out, well, what does that mean? But I had a few more visits and and more information started to just flood through. And then, you know, now it's 25 years um, that I've been doing this work. Yeah, you floundered, you said, for a couple of months. Really, I probably would have floundered for the rest of my life saying, no, pick someone else. Don't pick me. Don't pick me. (laughs) Um, But that book that you talked about, Three Feet Wide and One Foot Tall, was that a book that was in the lab or, or did it just appear? Well, I'm sorry for that confusion. I did not describe this very well at all. I was working on a bone marrow sample, and the next thing I knew, I was standing in this stone room. And ah, um, okay. so, yeah, so I was in this ancient room and with with Archangel Gabriel looking at me in this golden ray of energy, and then the the the, the ancient book in the ancient room on the ancient table that was three feet wide and a foot deep was was to my left. So that's kind of the setting. You know, you're a scientist, a couple of master's degrees. I don't have master's degrees. I'm a scientist. I studied quantum physics before I got into the the reconnective healing. And I have to say, you know, I would be thinking, really, like you were, I must be losing my mind. And then you kept getting visitation. I just keep thinking I'm really going down this road, (laughs) losing my mind. It's taking a long time. What made you truly believe that, okay, I guess these are the archangels talking to me? And not your imagination. The best way I can answer that question is because, um, first of all, I felt it so tangibly. I, I felt every time I had a visitation from the angels and the, the knowing was coming through. But So here's a part of my story that I, that I don't often share. The angels said to me, hey, you know, we love to prove that we are real. And, and they really do for, for all your listeners who may have doubts whether or not angels exist to help us. They like to prove that, that they exist and they like to prove that they exist through actually helping us in improvable, tangible results. So I said, okay, if you're real, then I – and they said, give us the most impossible thing you can think of. And I said, well, I want to work from nine to five like the secretaries do <clears throat> because I was a research technician and I was used to being in that lab at very early hours and leaving very late at night. And, you know, it all depended on what what was what was required, what kind of samples um, came in, what, what experiments that I was responsible for. And as soon as I said that, put that intention out there, no matter what I did, no matter if I got up at four in the morning, I did not cross the threshold to the lab before nine in the morning. And um, in six months, there was only one night that I stayed past 5 p.m., no matter what I had booked in my schedule. And when I actually left my job, um, it took them four people to replace me. And that's a true story. So that was my proof. I said, okay. Yeah, and, and that so, does work. You know, we've I've had a few people on talking about angels before, Lorna Byrne, I'm sure you've heard of her, and Doreen Virtue and such. And, you know, all you have to do is ask. That's what people don't understand. It's like there's a huge, a, a much bigger unemployment rate on, on the angelic realm than there is here because no one's asking them for help. Well, part of that is because we human beings get, you know, we can get kind of programmed early in childhood that asking for help shows that we're weak and you know where the angels are concerned they do step in and help us what even if we don't ask but Mm -hmm. our ego our conscious mind doesn't understand that we're being helped by angels because we didn't ask so we're just assuming we're lucky right Mm -hmm. you know so that's that's really where the disconnect comes from is truly we are being helped all the time it's that when we ask and then our brains can connect that asking to receiving or that asking to experiencing that then we go okay okay angels are real and my loved ones in helping my loved ones in heaven are helping me i i i get this 
Yeah, it's true. The And the more aware you are of it, the more you pick it up and see it, because it, it does take a while. When I first started asking angels for help, I, you know, it was for stupid things. You know, help me remove the stickers of off, off of all these candles because it's going slow, and next thing you know, all the stickers are off. And it's like, oh, there's a sticker angel. There's an angel for that. You know how there's an app for everything? There really is an angel for everything. So, you know, you can ask for anything, and once you start to realize that and you see it, it's automatic when something happens to just say, oh, thank you, angels. I mean, that's what I do because I know it isn't me. It's certainly not me. I'm just here. They're helping me. They're guiding me when anything happens. And say you've been searching for something and all of a sudden you find it. It's like, yeah, thank you. You know, you found it. Or trying to get through a situation, you come up with an idea. It's the angels. And you're right. Even if you're not asking, you kind of are at some level because you're searching and reaching out for that help, but you're not directly saying, hey, angels. But I really believe that once you're aware of that and start putting it into practice, it just becomes habit it's just a habit and you just do it and then you realize you need you know you thank immediately even if you didn't put out the question do you believe that well yes i mean your 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 whole philosophy of energy awareness goes you know angels are made of the same energy that we are made of so mm-hmm. of course the the more that we become conscious of this help um, both of asking for help and receiving help from wherever it comes from. And I, you know, and I love, you know, that you ask the angels to help you remove stickers. I will ask them to help me to open the basement door, everything, you know, mm-hmm. to open um, to open a, a, a jar lid. And sure. but it's But it's when we ask for the small things that that's also what helps us to remember to ask for the bigger things because ultimately we are here to learn, to raise our vibration, to become more conscious, to choose love. The angels say to bring love where love is missing. So the more we can experience that and and raise that awareness or be more aware more of the time, then it all works together to increase that faith. Or they, they say our our faith is is like muscles that we need to work out, right? And so when we when we ask for for help or we just stay open to noticing as you have mentioned then then that's what increases our faith and and sure when times are easy it's easy to believe but boy when we hit that dark night of the soul that's when we really need those muscles that's when we need that strength that's, that's when we, we need that awareness daily. right and yes. practice it daily yes. and then and even to the point where, you know, you may not have said, hey, angels, help me with this, but you, you have to go somewhere and, you know, you, you, you get there, you get a parking place, you get in, you're first in line, you get out, you make it back to wherever you need to be. First thing I think of is, okay, great, thank you, angels, for all that because you knew I needed to get back here to do whatever it is I need to do, so thank you, thank you, thank you. And, you know, I mean, if Absolutely. you do that, I think they like that. We all like to be stroked. We all want to be recognized and appreciated. They do too. Definitely. Definitely. Angels want to be loved. Human beings want to be loved. Love is, you know, love is what enriches all of us and, and increases our ability to experience abundance and joy. And don't we all need more of that? Yes. In this world, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have, yes. Um, you know, you can't, now, these messages that are written in your book, were these, dictated to you, channeled to you? How how did you get these? The entire book is channeled material. So, okay. um, but yes, so I, um, it, and I try to describe this in the preface of the book, we, we go back and forth, meaning Belinda has to, I have to shift my vibration to heaven and the angels come down to me a bit. And, and you know, it's it's, it's like an orchestration, right? We have to go back and forth until every word feels just right. Of course, the the message that is is true and the exercise works. So, like the exercise that they give, um, and the book is full of guided imagery exercises that really do shift our energy. They do. And um, because they want this to be an experiential book, it's not an intellectual book. It's something to be experienced. And from my perspective, it's alive. You know, it's a book that I can go to every single day and ask. Where do I need help? I can open it up and I can feel that help.
come right through as well as receive um, the guidance that I need that can shift my brain and say, okay, now I get what I need to do to solve this problem. You know, there are 48 messages. Well, you do know. <laughs> there are 48 <laughs> messages in the book, and there, and after each one is this guided imagery. And before I started reading the book, as I was perusing it, I, I looked at it, and I thought, oh, 48 messages on various topics. One of them is on cleaning house, and I thought, they're going to come and clean my house because I really don't like to do that. I do it, but it would be great to have them do it for me. And then, you know, upon reading it, it was like, oh, okay, I still have to do it. But that <laughs> that's okay. I don't mind. I, I shall do that. But it's on various topics. So you can read it cover to cover, but you can also go through it and see what areas you want help with. And, I mean, it's everything from grieving and, like I said, cleaning the house and being balanced and money and um, making things, manifesting things, changing the world, uh, your childhood, um, you know, resolving conflict, believing in miracles, everything, everything in here. So you can just go through, and these are not long. These are a page and a half, maybe two pages that you read and do this little visual exercise, and it does shift your thinking. There is no doubt it does shift you and bring you into a more positive place so that you can move forward and actually get things done and get off of that gerbil wheel that we get on sometimes where we're constantly just running and running and nothing is being accomplished because you're not changing anything. So it's great for that. And I like the glossary in the end, at the end of the book, where you give information, definitions for all of the different words in case people do not know the definitions of the specific words that you use throughout the book. That's very helpful as well. Well, great. The angels wanted it to be very accessible because a lot of the the terms in the glossary are in, you know, millions of books, but they just wanted to be very clear about what what they mean when they use that term. And the other thing I just wanted to mention quickly about the messages is that you know, I've had a couple of clients where um they there's some resistance to whatever kind of guidance it is that that their higher self needs them to receive or their angels need them to receive. And so they will purposely try to open the book at a different place, and sure enough, it will keep opening to the same exact message over and over and over and over until they get it. And um, that's the way angels work with us. And I feel that that's the way spirit works with us is we're just going to get the message repeated gently, um, hopefully gently, as many times as you human beings need it to be repeated. We're we're just going to keep saying it until you receive the help because we're here to help you. And they know where, I mean, you know, we think we know what we're doing, and then we're shown, oh, we do not. (laughs) We are given different information, and sometimes it's not so gentle. You'll get a gentle message, and then you'll get a little more of a push, and then you'll get a shove, and then you'll get shoved right off the cliff. And it's, okay, if I look back, I was given the signs two, three times, and I just refused to look at them. So now if something comes up, I will look at it because I really don't like the shove off the cliff. That's not the fun part. (laughs) It's much easier to go through, you know, okay, I need to look at this and really think about it and and try to, you know, work with what I'm being given, even though I might not like it. Because in the end, it really is for your highest good, and that's what they're trying to do. Now, you offer sessions for clients. So a client can call up and have a session with you. What does that consist of? Do you consider yourself, and this is, I'm not trying to be derogatory. I'm trying to let the listeners know what it is that, that you actually do. Would you consider what you do like being a similar to a psychic or a medium? Are you channeling the angels? Are you giving them messages they need? Are they allowed to ask questions? What goes on during one of the sessions with them? So I may um, be asked to do any or all of what you've just said, but the main focus of a session is to find out what's going on with that client, whether um, it, let's say that something has been blocked, um, whether that's... Um, uh, a relationship or or a job or that they that that they're just in a place of suffering they are in a place of they don't understand why whatever is happening in their lives is happening and they're in a, a great deal of pain um, and very often what the what the angels do I, I often will work a little bit with with astrology is we just get in there and we unravel the story to 
to to figure out okay well what is going to move this person forward so that they understand what they've been asked to learn that's why the angels you know sent me um their book lessons from the 12 archangels they say that we are here to learn so once we understand wow this is you know this is why um, and, and I'm just making this up, but this is why, you know, my car keeps breaking down or whatever it is, um, which is a metaphor. Our cars are a metaphor for how we move through life. So if our car keeps breaking down or things keep breaking down, you know, it's it's a sign that our life is breaking down and we need to switch gears and we need to switch directions. So that's what I do with with the angels and, and with the guides when I'm um you know, working with a, with a client is, you know, I, I, I say that we like to tackle the most impossible problems. What seems to be going on that you just haven't been able to resolve? Um, that's what angels really like to help to turn around. So Does that make help. sense? Yeah, they're not actually giving you the answers, but they're giving you a better direction so that you can move forward with a specific situation. They give a lot of answers. They do not necessarily um, predict the future, and there's a reason for that. And they can give very strong directives on which is the which is the clearest heart direction. But of course, all the choices are left up to us always. But it's that you know we human beings we create our own reality. And we create our lives with our thoughts, our beliefs, our mem- our memories, um, and our you know our subconscious is driving our lives. And so what um, you know what I like to do is to communicate with that subconscious through the wounded child to say, okay, let's look at what you're creating right now. Where is it from your past? Very often it's going to be from childhood. But it may be from a past life. It may be something that even our ancestors experienced. So we look at, well, what is being created that is really from the past? Let's transform it. The angels give us wonderful ways to transform anything, um, and that's all those tools are given in the book. And then the future is definitely guaranteed to be better because we're not living in the past now. Now we are free to experience and receive more abundance and more freedom. And that's how it works. You know, I've had I've had some clients who have come to me and have said, wow, you know, how did you do that? In 20 minutes you've covered more than I covered in 25 years of psychotherapy. And it's because the angels get to the root of the situation. They look at, okay, um, this is what you're creating that you don't want to create. So we're going to get to the root of this. We're going to transform that root so that you experience something completely different and much better. And they do it in a way that you understand. It's it's like having two children and one of the one of your children learns visually and the other one learns uh through, you know, let's say um speaking. You know, one likes to just see pictures, one likes to actually read. You would not think to take the child who likes to see pictures and learn stuff from that and start giving them information and trying to teach them by making them read a book because they won't get it that way as easily. They need to, they can learn to do that, but at first you want to teach them in the way that you know they'll receive. So I don't think the angels are out to get us to say, you know, it's like a trick question, you got to figure it out. No, if you want me to know something, you got to give it to me in the way that I'm going to receive it. And they, they know that, so that's probably why that woman, after 25 years of therapy, wasn't getting it because her therapist wasn't giving her the information in the right way, but the angels can do it, you know, bam, there you go, it's all done. That's that's so wonderful how you you know how you put that because that's exactly what they do and they're very very gentle and they know just how far it always amazes me they know just how far they can push an ego um, in into a deeper understanding into a deeper clarity and they know just how much we are able to receive and how much we're able to shift. But they always want their 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 goal is is to help us at a maximum level. They say, you know, human beings are like 
juicy Vidalia onions. You have a lot, a lot of layers buried in that subconscious. So what they want to help us to do is is do try to reach is deep down even to the DNA, to the molecular level, if 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 you understand quantum physics. So you understand this. You know, however deep it is. And sometimes it's just on that ego level where we just need to shift that vibration and and you know here again hey comparing ourselves to somebody else you know only causes us pain so let's knock it off it's it's that whole continuum of from 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 ego all the way down to the deepest cellular um, subconscious and they cover it and they cover it quickly and they move it and they move us forward Yes, and you know it, when I'm doing my work with with some of my clients and my patients, it's interesting because they'll come in and they'll be in in one specific place, and by the time they leave, because I've worked on them energetically, I've played quartz crystal singing bowls around them and on them, and that's going right to the the deepest you know mm-hmm. level mm-hmm. of their body, and it, it's it's a similar shift. You see it happen because when they get up from the table, it's like oh, looks totally different now. All right, it's kind of cool to watch. I'm sure you see that as well. You know when you're working with your clients. Well, and and um, I think that that sound healing and the energy work that you do, T Love, is is absolutely miraculous. And so the the work that the angels do that I would do with clients, it 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 of course is working with energy in a similar way, yeah, but absolutely. it's about making things conscious because there there are certain things that we're not going to let go of unless we understand we're just not going to we we just won't and right, so that's that. where yeah mm-hmm. yes and it's interesting because when people like you said when you know you work with the angels through the angels through you I'm working with the angels as well and any you know godlike totally. that wants to come in and help mm-hmm. it isn't me and I tell people that all the time it isn't me <laughs> it's not I'm just a conduit <laughs> you know that's it <laughs> but it's you know it's the higher realms that are taking care of this so it uh, it Absolutely. is very interesting work and it's wonderful to see the shifts happen so quickly. We are speaking with Belinda Womack, spiritual counselor and author of Lessons from the Twelve Archangels. To learn more about her, please visit www.belindawomack, that's B-E-L-I-N-D-A-W-O-M-A-C-K.com. So go ahead and write that down now so that you can check it out after the show. Now, there are some interesting things about your book, I found, because I have had other people on the show, and everybody's got you know, various schools of thought on how many archangels there are. Jehovah's Witnesses believe there's one, Michael, that's it. Uh, many religions believe there are seven. Doreen Virtue has 15 favorites, but tells us there are many more. And you state that there are 12, 12 archangels. So why only 12, and who do you, for you, who are those 12 archangels? Well, the number, I just want to make sure that I explain this, um, you know, clearly. The number 12, it's a metaphor. So the, the number 12 is represents a cycle. So there are 12 hours on a clock face. There are 12 months in a year. There are 12 signs of the zodiac. So it represents how we move through our cycles of evolution. And um, the the 12 archangels, again, they work as a group. They work as a community. Um, I honestly believe that their true number is infinite because they are made of God's sound and, and God's music. And so they describe themselves as like beautiful instruments in an orchestra. And when we need more help, the orchestra brings in more instruments or that the orchestra raises the volume of the sound. So, you know, this is, again, the number is not important, and, and they say their names are not important, and they do that for a reason. They say, our names have been recorded from ancient times. Um, some know us as the elements, like fire, wind, and and water, and earth. And, and some, you know, know a few of our names as again Archangel Michael or Archangel Gabriel or Archangel Raphael but they prefer the, the 12 archangels say we we prefer to be incognito because we don't want you to argue over our names what we want you to do is just call on us yeah. whether you call us angel whether you call us guide whether you call us archangel whether you call us helper in heaven we don't care 
but we are here. We we are here in in God's universe, and we are here on the on the earth. They are actually the twelve archangels are the mentors of Schoolroom Earth. They help to create this planet and and our solar system to help us to learn that we are very very brave souls, and we come here to choose love over fear. And wow, what an education! So yeah. that's the that's the main message here is they don't get hung up about our number and don't get hung up about our name just let us help you yeah and it came up when i was discussing this with someone and and they said why only 12 there's more and i said yeah but i think it has to do with the uh, 12 archangel kingdoms i'll ask her the question now because i knew there were more i was like no there's a gazillion of them we just don't know who they are and it's funny because when i do work on people i call in any godlight entity and it can only be godlight entity that's all that's allowed and, mm-hmm. you know, I don't care who you are, what religion or anything like that. It doesn't matter. If you God light, you God light. You're welcome here to help and fix and, you know, heal, whatever. But when I'm doing things for myself, and this happens every single morning, I take out my contact lenses and inevitably something happens and I'm like, okay, contact lens angel, can you come help me? And then they go in for <laughs> And, you know, so I do it by category, if you will, rather than name. It's like there's an angel for everything, contact lenses, stickers, whatever it is, you know, helping me. One day I had to clean the house so fast, you know, the outlaws are coming, and it's like, oh, my God, I got the house clean. So (laughs) I had to get it done fast. I'm like, this is how much time I have. I have to get this done fast. I must have looked like the Energizer Bunny, and I go like crazy anyway, but even I was amazed at how quickly I got things done. And I was like, thank you, cleaning house angels. You know, so... I just go by category. They don't really need a name. I know they're unemployed and they're looking for work, and I'm very willing to put them to work at every minute of every day. So I, so I do. <laughs> and that's and that's wonderful. And clearly, it 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 definitely works. And that's the whole message that um, that you just shared with your audience, and that I definitely want to agree with you. You know, just ask. Just ask for their help, and if you if you're not in a place to ask, you can even say put the intention out there. You know, please just come in and help me, even if I forget to ask. Please yeah. just know that I appreciate your help. Yep, and that's got to be part of it because I find that I'm not asking as much, and, and but yet I know, I know when things are going the way that they should, and you know, and I think, oh, okay, i got to thank. And I just, I'm constantly saying thank you during the day because I know that they're helping unasked. They're just there mm-hmm. to provide because they've gotten so used to the fact that they're on call, <laughs> you know, like like I am when I have to go to a hospice. It's like my weekend on call, okay, you guys are on call all the time. <laughs> you know, so it works out. We've got like a, a really good relationship. <laughs> I can tell that. That's great. <laughs> now, some of the, now the archangels, and this isn't to be wise. I've asked this question of everyone, and I get different responses. But is there a hierarchy of sorts? Do regular angels, angels who are not archangels, can they work their way up to become archangels? Well, T. Love, according to the the twelve archangels, they um, they do not um, support hierarchy and they do that again for a very important reason they say human beings that are egos we love to separate right we love to say well this is better than me or this is less than me and they say you know what we really all come from oneness we really all come from the heart of our creator which they refer to as the central sun so from their perspective there is no hierarchy there may be um, different assignments there may be different vibrations that they um, tune into or that they support in order to help us just like physicians you may need a podiatrist to look at your foot and you may need a brain surgeon to take a tumor out of your <clears throat> out of your head but is one doctor really more important than the other doctor according right. to the to the 12 archangels they say no they they do they don't want to have anything to do with hierarchy they say you know uh if you've if you've ever known um a Labrador retriever, can you really say that the angel that's in that beautiful canine is less than an archangel? They say no, no right. you know that 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 um it's all love and it's all powerful because love is the greatest power, and it's all working together now the reason that they are called archangels according to 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 themselves is because they say that. Ark is 
It's an archway. It's a bridge. It's a rainbow, right? It connects. So these specific angels, their their focus of their of their energy is to connect us, to connect our ego, to help us connect our egos back to the heart of God or our egos to our souls. It's the it's the same thing. So that's why they call themselves archangels. Does that make sense? It absolutely does. And it's funny because when I was this question was posed to me, I think it was like last week, by a young man who I, I work with sometimes, and <laughs> and he said, well, there's got to be like some kind of hierarchy. How do you get to do that? You know, what what do they have to go through? What's the process? I'm like, it's not a job. <laughs> they, they don't have egos, so there is no hierarchy. He wasn't buying into it, so I hope he's listening tonight, so I'm sure he is, uh, to find out the answer to this question because he didn't believe me. <laughs> so now he's getting well, it from the expert, you know. Right, and it's just what ego does, right? That left hemisphere, that logical, rational hemisphere separates, it analyzes, um, and it dissects. But the other part of our brain, and I know this is cliche to talk about left hemisphere and right hemisphere, but it, you know, it works in when we when we need it, right? So that right hemisphere, that creative, emotional, spiritual part of our brain, it doesn't dissect. It understands oneness. It understands flow and um, something that just continues instead of is broken up into pieces. And you understand by your your um, awareness of quantum physics, it all comes down to energy and and into how that energy flows. So that's how angels work. You know, again, if we need more angelic help, it's like raising up the volume of beautiful music. Do we really want to go in there and figure out, well, who's blowing the trumpet and who's playing the harp or who's on the keyboard? Why? You know, what we want is we want to hear that beautiful music so that we can receive the help that we need. Yes. And, and I think so. That, I hope that works for him. I'm sure it will. I think that will help him a lot. <laughs> and, and anybody else who had that question, because it just it makes so much sense. You know, it just needs to be explained out so that people can can really get it. The uh, one of the one of the things that that came up is that you know we as humans limit ourselves. We have limiting beliefs. Yet many spiritualists believe, and I am among them, that we are limitless. We just we may know it, but we don't realize how limitless we are. Will the archangels help us to learn as as humankind that we are indeed limitless? Is that one of the things that they're here to help us with? Oh, definitely. Definitely. And and they say that um that's why and that's why they give us so many healing exercises in their book to transform the limiting belief. The core limiting belief is that we are you know, less than our creator. We're less than God and that God has abandoned us. And and every human being has some form of that. So as we continue to put that in the color purple or to use violet fire, that energy that's in our crown chakra that God has blessed us with for transformation and forgiveness, just by imagining the color violet or, or purple, which has a little red in there, it it helps us to let go of of our internal limitations that that where we believe as individuals that that we are stuck we are caught and of course we're all connected so when you or i or any of your listeners when we work on our limiting beliefs that helps to transform those limiting beliefs for all of humanity and that's how we can really do this together as one human family is you know we just keep keep going on that transformation the angels say you know you got to you got to learn to love transformation if you want to have a happy life you you got to you got to love to be willing to change what you find inside of you that is just illusion it's just not the truth and the biggest non-truth is that we have limits mhm and in your book, you mentioned that the 12 archangels want to teach us that heaven on earth is humanity's destiny. So Death. we're really destined to do that. They they want to help us with that. So go, go ahead and elaborate on that if you would. Well, um, 
so heaven is a vibration. It's a vibration of pure love, pure, unconditional, divine love. And so when when we talk about bringing heaven to earth or earth to heaven, it's it's all about vibration, as I'm sure that you, that you understand well, especially when you work with those amazing singing bowls and you feel that vibration lift. So when when we live in moments of when we are holding that vibration of pure love, which is heaven, what we experience is grace. What we experience is a deep feeling of safety and security, a deep feeling of of peace. And it really does help us to receive in abundance because it helps us to remember to be grateful. So what what our mission here is to bring more and more of those moments of heaven's vibration into our daily life. And as we do that, we're working together again to help all of the consciousness to shift. And and you know the the plant kingdoms and the animal kingdoms, they're already doing that work all the time. Every molecule of water in the in every ocean or lake or stream is working to help hold that vibration of heaven all around us. Everywhere, everywhere, we are really, you know, if you've ever been in a beautiful forest or, or um, been, by the, been by a beautiful ocean, then you can feel, it's like, wow, God is here. And, and so we just want more of that. We want more of that, of course, where humans are, are so in a, in a story of an old story of strife and combat. Um, that strife and combat is happening within them. So as as we just keep bringing love in again, bring love in where it is missing, then we shift that so that we all feel more heaven. Yeah, we have an awful lot to learn from uh, plants and rocks and, and nature itself, and that's why it's so good to go out into nature and, you know, just ground just center yourself with nature. You can just you don't even have to do anything except to walk on the ground and look around and notice. Take notice of all that is before you and realize that every single thing is a miracle. Yes. You know? Yes. When I do a concert I'll ask people I remember this specifically at one point I said to the people in the room, How many of you have ever experienced a miracle? And not one person raised their hand and I said, Wow, really? And they said, well, no. And, and I had my hand up. And I was show, you know, and they said, we thought you were just putting your hand up, you know, to show us to raise your hand. I said, no, I've experienced a miracle. And they said, when? I said, every minute of every day. And they're like, you're kidding. I, I agree. Miracle to breathe. Some people don't get that opportunity for as long as I That's had. That's right. It. You know, some people didn't wake up this morning. You know, some people, if you ever had a child, there's a miracle if you want to look at something that's on a bigger scale. If you had a child, conceiving a child's not easy, giving birth is not easy. That's a miracle right there. And it, just the process that you go through. If you are a child, you are already a miracle. You're a miracle coming in. This is just crazy that you guys have never experienced a miracle. They weren't getting it, but they did by the time I was finished, which is good because that's my job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but this Great book, job your there, book, teacher. Lessons from the 12 Archangels, Divine Intervention in Daily Life. You know, today is December 23rd. I'm quite sure if you went to Amazon, you could order it and you'd have it by Christmas Day. Um, I really believe that. And ask the angels to help you with that. They will get it to you on time. It's great. Go through it. Do the meditations at the end. You know why it's really wonderful? Because you can go to a topic, read it. It's a quick read. Do the little visual imagery exercise. And you're done. It's not like you have to meditate for five hours at a time every day. It's not like that. This is so much quicker and so much better. And if you make a practice of it each day, you will find that your life will improve incredibly. So kudos to you, Belinda, for coming up with this book or, or having the angels come to you and tell you to write this book because you do refer to it as their book, not yours. So that's great. <laughs> you know you know where it comes from, and I think that's wonderful and um very honorable, and it's, it, we do have to maintain that and know that it's not all about us, and you definitely don't live like that. So that's great. Uh, good for you. We are almost out of time, however, but before we go, please tell our listeners how they can learn more about you and where else they can purchase your book, Lessons from the Twelve Archangels. 
Well, your listeners are welcome to purchase a signed copy directly from my website where I channel a message from the 12 Archangels um, for that individual. And um, that's, again, on my website at www.belinda, B-E-L-I-N-D-A, Womack, W-O-M-A-C-K.com. They can also purchase a copy, as you've said, on Amazon or through the publisher, which is Inner Traditions. And um, your listeners are welcome to learn more about my private sessions, um, my upcoming teleclasses or my online classes. I love to, love to, love to teach, and I do a lot of writing. All of that information is right on my website. Okay, I just changed my mind. Go to BelindaWomack.com because I wish I had that in the book I have in my hand. You will get a signed copy with a, a message from an angel. How cool is that? That's what you need to do. People can wait for that gift after Christmas. It's okay. Give it to my little Christmas, January 6th. That's fine. Epiphany. That will work out as well. <laughs> they probably won't be expecting anything. <laughs> That's an incredible <laughs> gift. Thank you for that. Ah, so listeners, you know, we need you to spread the word. We know you enjoy what you hear on Energy Awareness Radio, so please share it with your friends. We live in a very challenging and constantly changing world, and that's why I have the guests that I do, to keep you apprised so you won't get lost in the dross of life. We need to stay aware so we can navigate easily and live the life we are meant to live productively, healthfully, and purposefully. This is where you find the tools to do just that. So send the link for this show to everyone you know and let them have the same opportunity that you just had so they may learn and grow and make the world a better place for all as well. Again, Belinda, thank you so very much for taking time, especially at this time of year, you know, to join us here at Energy Awareness Radio. It was wonderful having you here. I, I'm, I'm thrilled. Thank you so very much. Thank you so much for having me. You are quite welcome. On behalf of everyone here at Energy Awareness Radio, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. My name is T. Love, and I hope you'll be back next week for another great show. For more information about me, please visit my website, quantumwellness.org. You'll find an archive list of past shows, the lineup for upcoming shows, as well as information about upcoming Quartz Crystal Singing Bowl concerts and Labyrinth Blocks. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at NRG Aware Radio. That's at NRG Aware Radio. Now... In the past, I've read the poem Twas the Night Before Christmas by Clement Seymour, and this year I would like to read a poem of which I am quite fond by Dee Morgan, and I actually have this print in my home, and I hope that you enjoy it as much as I do, or at least enjoy it. Dear Santa, are you still the same dear man I knew so long ago? Does Mrs. Claus still mend your suit and pack your bag to go? I knew the bells on reindeer hoofs and felt the snow crunch on my roof. I ran to peek in at the tree, that breathless little child with me. How marvelously jolly round you stilled my heart without a sound. How quietly you were beside the tree. You drank the cocoa there from me. Now with values rearranged, please don't tell me you have changed. Does Mrs. Claus still mend your suit and pack your bag to go? Are you still the same dear man I knew so long ago? I just love that poem, and I think it just does something to my heart. And every week I say, I am your host, T-Love, here at Energy Awareness Radio, intending you and yours the most wonderful week. Remember, living from your heart is quite easy. You need only give thanks to do so. And you can do that, and that's keeping the Christmas spirit. So for everyone who's celebrating, I intend you and yours a most joyous Christmas day. And remember, living from your heart really is quite easy. You need only give thanks to do so. Take care, and stay well.